This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. To the first Sunday of the last month of the year 2018. I say welcome the person next to you. First Sunday. You will see first Sunday in January. Yeah. 2019. With testimony. Whatever promises that God has made for you for 2018. Before 31st, you will testify about it. This morning, within the time allocated to me, I want to speak to us on what I've captioned. Responding to God's grace and kindness. Responding to God's grace and kindness. Responding to what? God's grace and kindness. Second Samuel chapter number 7. After that, we go to 1 Samuel chapter 18. Those are the two chapters I want to look at this morning. 2 Samuel chapter 7 from verse 1. Responding to God's word, mercy, grace, kindness, whatever. And it came to pass when the king sat in his house. Somebody say my house. My house. Some of you have one and you are taking it for granted. <laughs> If you know what those that have no accommodation are going through, the insult where the landlord, you know, landlord doesn't mean you built it to, that you have access to that one room apartment or two room. Until you come back, your squatter has no choice but to wait for you. He doesn't dictate to you when you come back. You decide when to come back because you got the key. And now beyond a rented apartment, we're talking about your own house. It's another level on its own. It's like doing business in Lagos and you are in a rented business center. The landlord decides how your business is going to flow in terms of the, what you are built. Now when you now have your own business center, your own, it's another level. It's like also a church I can remember where we were in Victoria Island. We don't dictate to the owners. They tell us that somebody wants to decorate the place. We have no choice. They say, I hope you don't mind. It's out of me. I don't have choice. I say, I don't mind. They say, go. Do I have where to go? They don't. It came to pass. It shall come to pass. Amen. That you will suddenly find yourself in your own house. Oh, you're not shouting that amen with a meaning. I tell you, don't believe it. It's like some of us are enjoying a rent. We are rented house and rented house. There's no locations we don't know in Lagos again. So we are used to it. So we're saying about your own house. It's a house. <laughs> when the king sat in his house, I will sit in my house. Not just a house, a good one. Not just a house, a home. There's a difference between a house and a home. Yes, What's this? Uh, Timaya. Yes, I've been talking about him lately. I don't know why. I took time to watch a YouTube about when uh, this crazy guy that was fighting the church about Titan. What do they call that daddy? Okay, he went to interview him with his wife or his girlfriend or his friend. I don't know. And they were showing the video. You know, some of you just live a life of yourself. You don't even know what is happening in the world. Because you are going to heaven. You have not finished on earth. I looked at that young man. I saw, I saw Ezekiel. I saw Timaya's house. I got provoked. I remember those days. How many of you know uh, Mamouzes? When they, when they launched their album called Aristo. Myself and the U.S. Consul General there, Mr. Brian Brown, we traveled on the invitation of the governor of Bayes Estate on that occasion, which I to be opening prayer. I remember vividly 
that um, Timaya came for that program and the Mamoses, I mean, they were the owner of the show. I remember them coming to him asking for just five minutes. They let them sing. And the Mamoses said, uh, I'm sorry, it's not possible because the day has been programmed and all those things. Just, just looked at him as one of those ordinary persons. I witnessed it myself. I was there. few years after, I've seen house and I've seen house. The kitchen was two kinds of kitchen. One is the one for chicken and for meat. Ah. <laughs> they used computer to fry them. The and then this one was a normal one. Oh, but we are talking about it now. You know, people you associate with and people you go to influences your life. Influences your life. That's why, you know, when I talk, I'm not insulting you because I lived, I, I sold bread in Lagos. I lived in the worst place in Lagos. Most of you were not born to know where Morocco was. You saw the best, the, the, the worst of life. When you are defecating, you are, you... So what am I trying to say? Always try to come out from where you are. Even if you feel you are comfortable, there are people you will see you know you have not started. Yes, so <laughs> stop being, you're a, you're a house owner. You live in your own house. Is that the best of place? Ah. Say so he's waving you, say, ah, ah. Yeah. The king sat in his own house. He's godly and righteous. It's not even a big deal. It's the mentality of our leaders that have so much impoverished their people that we celebrate what ought not to be celebrated that's supposed to be a right. A right. Now election has come. Some of us are going to sell our destiny for four years in the altar of sentiment, emotion, and tribe. Or, my friend is on this line, let me stay here. I would never recommend for you, but the Bible says, watch and pray. So, observe the scene and see what is going on. All of them, their children are well secured where they are. They move them abroad. But the time is coming, they are going to push the children of the hungry to go fight for them with no security on them. They'll give you gun, they'll give you bullet to shoot among yourselves. What they're supposed to use to protect you, they'll turn it against you. So therefore, you have to be watchful and be careful. What am I talking about? They will not expose you to education and the beauty of life so that you can be provoked to better your life. As they are using you, they are impoverishing you so that you will not be able to give your children the right training. So your children are also being groomed to take care and serve their children. That's how the rich deal with the poor. But when you come to a place like this, a house of God, where there is no greed, tribe, or race, rich or poor, the truth are made open so that you can be a better person. The man we are calling a king, we are referring to as a king in this scripture, his name was David. And every one of you know that he was once in the backside of life. But in that backside of life, he was faithful to his assignment. Somebody say faithful. Faithful. There is no way you can sit in your own house if you are not faithful in what has been committed into your hand. Your boss gives you an assignment to look over this amount of money. You piff some of them and put it into your pocket. Your husband struggled to raise 10000 for feeding. You convert six for your earrings that your friend is wearing and take four and say the things are too costly in the market. 
Your parents send you to school with your hard-earned money. You jump classes. And be wasting their money. Like the young man who was in school for four years. He said he was in university. He was collecting money. After four years, nobody knew that they had sent him away from first year. How can such people sit in his own house? So it takes diligence, commitment to be able to sit. You know, as we are reading, it's just sound, and the king sat in his own house. I will sit in my home, but look at the procedure that brought him to where he is. Well, part of it. Responding to grace and the kindness of God to you. Because we are now in December, the last month of the year. January, February, March. Some of you don't even know how you found yourself in December. Because of the excruciating attacks and pain that you went through. Threats are no manner of thing. You don't even know how December is going to end. But I can assure you, the same God that miraculously kept you from January, somehow, somehow, will make you see the end. And it came to pass when he sat in his own house and the Lord has given him rest round about. I love this. Some of you that are born in New York will not understand what it means to be giving rest round about. Some of you that choose, I mean children who choose the kind of car they go to school with don't understand what we are saying here when he said the Lord has given rest all round about. Some of you who, you go to Chinese and eat Whatever you want to eat, money is not your problem. You don't understand what we mean by this. Some of you change your clothes as you like. You don't even understand what it means that Lord giving David rest run about. Some of you don't know where hospital be. You have not known where they, You don't understand what it means to be giving rest all around about. You don't understand. We're talking about responding to grace and the kindness of God in a time and season like this. There are people that ask themselves, what, what is it about them? And these evil prophets have taken advantage of their circumstances to feast on them. The wife gets pregnant from the first days, complication to one or the other, from one to the other. To the last day, there's always issue. I love the word. And the Lord had given him rest. I told you God don't give stress. God give rest. And only God can give you rest. Your friend cannot give you rest. Money cannot give you rest. Flying first class cannot give you rest. I've seen, I've told you. I was in a situation where I was in a freezing country. Romania precisely. That's a country where you can, during winter, you can cut off your own ear by yourself. You will not even feel it. That's how intense and excruciating the cold is. You don't put anything in the When I bait, I put the boiling, uh, is it boiling ring they call it? I plug it as it's heating the water. That's, I, I just grab it like that and pour it on my body. As, you, as soon as you take it, you don't cook. This is nothing like uh, you don't boil it, you miss. This as it's boiling, be bath enough. And then I now saw why the white man walk very fast. Very fast. I thought that uh, something they pursued them. I didn't know it's because of cold. Because if you, if you can put your leg like this, you will stiff there. You will not be able to move the second one. So you have to be moving fast. And that's why they design things like suit and winter dress. Over here, we use it for Nyanga. Here. Heat, you go to kill a black man, you go wear a suit. You saw it as corporate wear. No, it came about <laughs> to fight the intensity of the cold. And if you observe them, when it's dry season, they put on what? Light dress. So if you must put it on, it must be under a fully conditioned environment. But here I've seen people. They are jumping boss on full suit, sweating everywhere. The Lord will give you rest. Amen. I said the Lord will give you rest. Amen. In the name of Jesus. 
responding to the grace and the kindness of God over your life. Never you take for granted God's grace and kindness. And God gave him rest. Round about all his enemies. Right now, the whole of Germany and Europe are fighting the Jewish nation. It's called anti-Semitism. It's going around, they are protesting. What is their problem? That the Jews have taken over the banking sector, the finance sector, the oil sector, everywhere. Why only them? Uh -huh. I know the end is coming closely. Is it a problem that God has blessed them? They didn't say they kill somebody. They say, why are you people prospering too much? Why are you people everywhere? Why are you in command of everything? Over six million was killed by Hitler and his rest. And yes, God raised them. They know they finish. Eh? For thou shalt be like a tree, what? Planted by the season. But bring it forth his fruit in due season. That's what happened. When you are blessed of God, when you carry the irrevocable blessing, wherever they drop you, you spring. And so your fear rests on your enemies. But do you know what it means to be surrounded by an enemy? Do you know that? So I can, I can understand what this young man who is growing old now called King David. Waking up suddenly one morning because there is no day, there is no war to be fought. There's always something to contend with. Can you just imagine just wake up one day? No more doctor appointment. You are no longer thinking of how to pay rent. You are in your own house. The school fees, it does not matter the school your children are. You are no longer thinking of it again. It's no longer an issue. That those things are taken care of. You are just concerned about how much life God can give to you to enjoy his blessings. I've been thinking of who to fight and who is not fighting you. Just imagine that. Give me verse 2 quickly. Oh my God. That the king said unto Nathan the prophets, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar. I love people who take time to reflect. You cannot be grateful until you take time to reflect. You can never come to church and say, I want to do thanksgiving, except you have reflected. Except you have taken your mind backward. That's why the songwriter helped us when he said, Count your blessings, name them one after the other. It takes reflection, a pausing and a reflection to consider that there's, there's something good about me. Because you are in a bunch of you are with a bunch of people who only point to you your weaknesses. They cannot show you your strength. Yes, and that's what makes people kill themselves because they see emptiness in them. That I'm not an achiever, I'm a failure. Because of the group of persons you hang around with. When you stay with the right people, they say, hold on a meeting. When you hear a minute, when you hear my own story, you know when you hear people's story, you keep your mouth shut. Yes, ah, this has happened to me. Just wait a minute, keep your mouth shut. Listen to the next person. You will never talk again. You will never talk again. Some people, as they wake up this morning, even though we are almost in a dry season, they can't come out from their house except they put their feet in the water. Some are even in church. When they step out, they have to clean up themselves, wear shoes, and come here. But your own case is not like that. Yes, it's not like that. The king said unto Nathan, the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house. See. I dwell in a house. But the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. You need people like David. People who say truth. People who, who are good. You know there are people that are good. They may not have that money, but they see an opportunity that will put more money in your pocket because you have that skill and that's your line. They will still show it to you. Those are good people. Not people who say, ah, assuming you are, you are into, you are a, a, is it messy man they call it? The people who do breaking work. That's your job, and there is a job. And that's where you specialize. And but somehow you are driving a car, you are more comfortable than a person. 
And if he can tell you about it, means put more money into your pocket. Why he has not? That's a good person. But friends will say, instead of me to tell him, I would rather travel to another country and go and look for who will come and do it. So, he will, so that he can have more when I don't have. You should fear such people. And so when you find good people, stay by them. Encourage them. For him to speak the truth to the prophet and said, I started very ordinarily. See where I am. See, I am not just in a house. It's made of cedars. See it. He said, but the ark of God is, in a, is dwelling where? Within a curtain. That's like in a tent. The ark, which is a symbol of God's presence. This is where I am. A small boy taking care of sheep. But see what God has done, where he has brought me. Verse 3, quickly, let's run. And Nathan said to the king, go do all that is in thy heart, for the Lord is with thee. What a wonderful person. That's the right kind of people to talk with. Who you are pointing to the fact that this is where God has brought you from. This is the situation. And he said, go do what is in your heart, for God is with thee. Responding. This is how to respond to God's grace and kindness. It's not a wish. Oh, thank God. God delivered me from accident. That's not enough. Jesus said, go ye to the priest and do. Show yourself and do what the law requires. Responding. Is doing something. It's not thinking it. It's not saying it. Love and appreciation must be expressed. It must not be spoken. Words are cheap. If you are a talking person, people don't honor you. They don't respond. You must be an acting person. Yes, sir. You must learn to affect life, times, and generations. Action, the white man says, speak louder than voice. You are a big brother because you are doing a big thing. You are a big sister because you are doing a big thing. It's not about age and size. It's by what we can see, touch, and feel emanated and traced to your person. How can I be in such a comfortable situation? And every other person are like this. How can you live in a neighborhood things are not in order and you have the capacity to put it in order and you don't do it? What's the beauty of life if you cannot influence people? Hear me. When we all live and gone, you'll be remembered for either of these two things. The problem you created or the problem you solved. Take note of that. 1 Samuel chapter number 18, quickly. I think I should round off from there. Responding to grace and God's kindness are demonstrated. They are no wish. It's not a thought. I like to dwell on David so much because he's a real man. Verse 4. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe. Because of time, I will be jumping the verses. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garment. Even to his sword and to his boil and to his girdle. And David went out with a soever sword, sent him, and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servant. This was a shipkeeper suddenly found himself in the palace by grace and God's kindness. And the scripture said he behaved himself wisely. He was brought to be among the staffs of the king far above them and they loved him and accepted to the point that the crown prince Remove his robe and put on him and his rings. 
I'm trying to paint a picture from where it's coming from because some of us are pretending that we are not coming from somewhere. Everybody suddenly fell on Ferrari overnight. Everybody so suddenly you are born in Banana Island and you live there. Suddenly you are earning seven figures. You know, you know, you didn't start small. That's why some of you are denying your parents and your brothers. I don't know him. Because you found yourself in another realm and level that they are not good enough. Even God, you are speaking English. How are you doing, God? How are you doing? Oh my God. Oh God. You change your voice before God. That's why God is not hearing your prayer. Because he knows the voice he gave to you. Jesus said, my sheep hear it what? My voice. And they, do fo they follow me. God knows the voice gave to you. And when you talk, he you knows it's you. But when you change it from good morning to good morning. Oh, no, that's, not, that's, not, that's not a hosa talking. Meanwhile, it's a hosa. Because I come to church, just want to sarcadelic. Good morning. How are you doing? No wonder your prayers are delayed. God is not hearing your prayers anymore. Because you are speaking English to God. Behave wisely and set him over men of war. Verse 7, quickly. Some of us know these stories. I'm going to somewhere and then I want you to see the reason why you must learn to be grateful to God, appreciate his grace, respond to his grace and his kindness. Verse 7 of that same chapter. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul has slain his thousands. And David, what? Is 10,000. You know the story. For those who are Bible students. David went to war and dealt with the Philistines who has been the arch enemy of Israel. It was so brutal. When I was reading this verse and I saw it, I hope you know that Michal, the wife of David that we all know, the one that God shot her womb, was not actually the one that was supposed to be his wife. When you read scripture, he had a senior sister called, is it Michal? We'll get to her. Or Mera. When it was time for her to be given to David, they didn't give it, they gave it to another person. And then suddenly, this younger one, Michal, fell in love with David. If you read the scriptures we are going, you find out that his father gave the daughter to David, not in response to what was agreed, that whoever killed this Goliath will marry the daughter. The Bible says he gave it to him to be a snare unto David. We'll see it in the word of God. Set up, sir. You see why I've told you that it's not every gift that is from God? She was given, and he thought he has married a wife. He didn't know it was a snare from his father to give to him because you'll see it after this. Because suddenly, everybody started praising David when there's a king on the throne. But I love David. The Bible always says he behaved wisely. That's why you have to be careful. When in your office you are promoted above those who you met there, eh? never you, even if all of them are speaking in tongues more than you, as long as they are human beings, something has entered that system about you. Be careful. Let's read scriptures. And the women, look at this, these are the people that caused David's problem. One another, as they play, they say, Saul has slain thousands. David, he's 10,000. Before the king go, they were dancing before the king. <laughs> say, king, you slay thousand. David, 10,000. Verse 8. Responding to what God, battles God have fought for you. How? Nothing will be too small for you to say, God, thank you. And Saul was what? Very happy. Rot is different. It's the younger brother to anger. <laughs> and when a king gets rot, no be ordinary person no. can give him cold water and give him small money, rot will go. But when he's king, what can you give to a king? For his rot. And Saul was rot. And what? And the saying did what? Displeased him. So when you are promoted above your equal, you can be sure they will not laugh. They will not be happy. When things are working for you, in your home, in your marriage, in your job, even among your siblings, never you ever believe that they are pleased about it. Never. 
If you go to Asu Rock, you see battle. They are fighting among, among the cabinet. Everybody's trying to change the other person. That's the battle of humans. Everybody want to be on top. Nobody want to be led. You know, when the U.S. Consul General wedded 2005, right? Yeah. By grace of God, I conducted that wedding. Next thing you were there, 26 state governors were seated. 25 Ikoi Christians on the 14th of May, 2015, 2005. I'll never forget. It was Antia Homa that was a caterer. When it was time to serve food, for those of you who made it, I observed and I noticed very well. The governor of Abia State then, what was his name? Oji Uzo Kanu. Sir, he doesn't trust nobody. He doesn't trust nobody, I'll tell you. For some of you who eat anyhow, drink anyhow, say, my G, my G. Your G will soon become your F. Every governor was seated, and that's the rightly way you expect. Either they are orderly, and whoever, your PA come and get their orders, and come and bring food. All Jews of Kalu left his seat, came straight to where Homer is, I was there. He took a plate by himself. By himself. So go and sit down in the seat. And finish eating. You know why? Because many people want to sit in that seat. You need to realize this. God bless you. You used to walk in your neighborhood, but now you are now driving. And you think they didn't see you? <laughs> you know, one day I was walking in Dolphin. One person called me and said, Pastor, I said, yes. He said, what happened to your car? Is everything okay? I'm okay now. I just did. that I'm walking now. There's a problem already. Say, is everything okay? I said, everything is okay. People are watching. Then one day I was with Brian. There was nothing. He sent for me. I was in Howard. at Ojis Okali came as the governor. After a while, he said, ah. He said, uh, Brian, I'm hungry. Where is Madam? Trainees was uh, up. That's a trainee. Trace, right? Trace, Tracy. Was upstairs. We were waiting that uh, Brian's wife would come. Before you know it, he grabbed Brian. Three of us, we went to the kitchen. I didn't say they say. What? Uh, three times this has happened. The same governor. We have left wedding now. He's now wedded. Now came another day. It was food. He couldn't even trust the Brian and his wife. This is not crap now. Consul General, his wife, and myself was only three of us that was there. You know, the kitchen is very big. There's always a small chair where you can, you know, you know big people, you know, we big people. Yeah. <laughs> when you build kitchen, you have, you, you still have seats that are there and all this one. You know? But the more you can, they say big people. And you have we, we big people. Yeah. <laughs> so we went in together. How would I say I'm not big? When me and governor and the former U.S. consultant, we dine and go together. What, what is remaining again? I am big, oh. Thank you, Latko. Oh, wow. God bless you. Now, we walked in together, and he went straight to uh, the fridge there. You know, the food are frozen. He pulled what he wanted, put it on the microwave by himself, microwave it, and we sat there, and he was eating together. He ate himself. He didn't wait for nobody's service. That's why he has lasted long. Yes, sir. I agree. If you are not careful, people will cut you. Even Jesus avoided men. But when the time came, he has completed purpose, he handed over himself. And he told them, I was in synagogue, you couldn't do anything. He said, but this is the hour of darkness, your time. And I fulfill purpose. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. And he said, they have ascribed unto David, what? 10,000. And to me, they have ascribed a thousand. And what can he have more? Concerning my daughter, I don't need a dowry, but just do me a favor. What I want from you is just give me 100 heads of Philistines. The Bible said that he gave him that option. 
knowing that, believing that he will not come back. He will have dead. And guess what? When grace is on you, I began what? Instead of 100, David gave him 200. Instead of removing 100 heads, David brought 200 for him. The Bible said, and he feared David the more. Let's read, let, let's read Bible. Verse 9. Quickly, verse 9. Nelson, please, have mercy on me. I'll soon hand over. And Saul did what? I, David, from that day forward. So, not be today, start. <laughs> not be today, do what? Start. I. When you see people come to church with a long face, I told you. This where this, uh, this, they drew it from their great grandfather Saul. So I. Jump to verse 11 on time. I can't wait to get out of here quickly. From verse what? Verse 11 to 17. See Bible. See Bible. This is Bible. <laughs> this is Bible. No, not my, my, my Bible story, what, what you call it. This is Bible, the word of God now. And Saul so did what? Cast the javelin. For he said, I will smite David even to the wall with it. And what happened? And David avoided out of his presence. What time? Twice! Twice! Somebody do you something, you still, you are still another way, you know, tortoise. <laughs> they met tortoise and said, how many times will you be offended? And then you will be careful. He said once. <laughs> there may not be second chance on this earth. No second chance. You know, they say some people don't repent. Only God knows when you have repented. That's the truth. But that impression, that first one, the white man say God, it goes a lot. First impression matters. If you have opportunity to do me good and did me evil, why didn't you do good? Why did you choose evil? If you are not evil, I tell me it's a mistake. Why not mistakenly bless me? Give me Range Rover by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Who prefer that? But you can mistakenly want to take the one that belongs to me. But no, no, but I have, but now. <laughs> it has been talked about and planned. Twice! He did the first one. He thought the king was drunk. Second one, God helped him. God is speaking. A lot of you, God have told you about that person. The young man has not married you. He's using you like a punching bag. Blow your head and come and say, I'm sorry, I didn't know what came upon me. You are dying already. <laughs> you are already dying, no? You got, some of you got me the friend. He was crying. He was begging me. <laughs> Don't beg to. Jesus said, two or three weeknesses is established that this is him. Some of you see, they say, eh. I trust the Holy Spirit change him. The Holy Spirit change him before you marry him. Let allow the Holy Spirit change him. There are some young men or young women that are very coded. Somebody get angry. God doubles it. Amen. So they can go and hug Transformer as a friend. That's one thing about God. Saul was afraid of David because
foda. Daily basis of your life. You can see, they move you from your salaries, uh, 50,000 to salary, 200,000. Naturally, you say, God, you are Lord, you are kind. Lord, you are wonderful. Oh, Lord, you are beautiful. But you don't know the mind of the person who promoted you. Look at it. This is Bible where I read it. Verse 14. That's wrong. And David behaved himself. I love this. In all his ways, and the Lord was with him. Meaning that when you are lifted above your equals or those who are above you before you became above them, don't flaunt it. Am I talking to someone? You don't bring uh, your, your Gucci bag and, and hang it on your neck. If they are not seeing it, you get close to them and show it to them. Hmm? You don't. You carry a wristwatch that is two million and you're driving the street of Lagos. You wear neck, uh, handless and be flaunting it like bed that is flying. Now we shall see it. He will lose that handle. Some of us are wearing the one that is not even working, just to feel complete. <laughs> no be make watching. You know? <laughs> In all his ways. He comported himself. He respected himself. He walked orderly. He respected people. He honored people. That's what it means to walk wisely. And never flaunted before the people. No noise making. No unnecessary invitation to attention. That's what it means. 15. When Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was what? To Bible study, to stop coming to prayer meeting, to stop doing the normal thing, supposed to be to feel the big boy that's his level he is now, the big boy. Rather, the guy became more humble. And that sent fear to him because that's a natural way a natural man that has not been redeemed will behave. Behave. God bless him. He was not stressing nobody. I'll give thee to wife. Only be that word valiant for me and fight the lost battles. For souls. What? The hand of the Philistines be what? After he has tried severally to cut his life short, he was not succeeding. He said, okay, let me take out this one. I don't want to be the one to kill him. But let me promote him as the head of the captain. That means he's leading the defense of the king. So therefore, I have to her. I brood on her. 
I'm going to send him among the, our enemy warriors. I don't want his death to be traced to me. 18. And David said unto Saul, Who am I? What is my life or my father's family in Israel that should be son-in-law to a king? And this innocent young boy serving faithfully. God will always protect his own. 19, 19. Well, as it came to pass, at the time when Merab Saul's daughter should have been given to David, now, can you see that it was not my kind in the first place? That she was what? Given unto Adriel, the Meholatite, to wife. That's good. Jump and pass. Jump and pass. Every trap of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> That's not the kind of wife she'll be looking for. Jump down to 21. Let me run fast. Verse 21. And Saul said, I will give him that she may be what? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So young men, when the father is giving their daughter, quote, thank you. <laughs> These people are... <laughs> I told you something that cheap things are not good. and good things are not cheap. <laughs> you know, it's during Black Friday that they sell expired things. Yes, sir. Some of you leave from January, you never buy anything, you wait for Black Friday. They are also waiting for you. <laughs> Just like some of you, you never buy something they are hawking on until the night. Say in the night, the price they reduce. <laughs> and that time, there's no light to check expire. It, it will be so cheap that you don't even bother to look at the expiration. <laughs> so this ain't cheap, we just grab it. Okay, right, let's take it. Go back to 20. Maybe you understand what I'm saying. Look at him, the 20, yeah? And who? Michael, Saul's daughter, loves David, and they told Saul, and the thing pleased him. Wow. So I came freely. Came freely. 21 now. Come on. And Saul said, I will give her that she may be what? A snare to him, and that the hand of the Philistine may be against him. Wherefore, Saul said to David, Thou shalt this day be my son-in-law in the one of the twin. Second time he's telling the same boy. But this one was a snare. He has breathed the daughter. No wonder when David was dancing, he came to mock at David. And God showed him pepper. 25. As I round up, five more minutes, I'm out here. 25. And Saul said, Thus shall ye say to David, The king desired not any dowry. I don't want any money. Carry me, they go. <laughs> so, Michael was saying, Carry me, they go, David. Carry me. Quick, quick. Quick, quick. Let me go and finish you. And Saul said, Thus shall ye say to David, the king desired not any dowry, but what? And hundred first kings of the Philistines to be avenged of the king's enemies. But Saul thought to do what? Make David fall by the hands of the Philistines. Responding to grace. See the battle God is fighting. See what the enemies are doing. Everyone, God made him jump and pass. Everyone. 26. And when his servant told David this word, he pleased David well to be the king's son-in-law. And the days were not, what? Expired. 27 to 29. I should drop here. Wherefore David arose and went. I need to sit down. And David arose and went. He and his men. One way shall they come, the Bible said. Hundreds of ways that God shall cause your enemy to flee. Amen. Wherefore David arose and went, he and his men, and did what? And slew of the Philistine. What? How many? How many did the king requested? 
Can you see how 200 souls die because of the ambition of one man? That's why good luck. You people didn't know what he was what. <laughs> when he told you, my ambition is not what the blood of a Nigerian. One, he said it. Before you finish election, he has given up. Someone say, ah, a weakling, a weakling, a weakling. It was better for us so that life be preserved. Just because of the throne, somebody sent a Philistines. There was no war or nothing. Just sent David and his men enter. He said, they're my enemies. And they obeyed the king, last order. Instead of Henry, David gave him 200. 200 men. And David brought their first kings and they gave them in full tales to the king that he might be the king's son-in-law. And Saul gave him Michael, his daughter, to wife. This is where David is coming from. A man that the president of a country came after. I don't know how he escaped the Air Force, the Land Force, the Army, the Navy. I didn't know how he'd do it. It was God's grace and kindness. So this First King 18, sorry, First Samuel 18, was the process that David went in. And so when he came to Second Samuel chapter 7, he looks like all these things and began to say, what shall I do in the book of Psalm unto the Lord for all his benefits? What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? For all the enemies he fought. Even the wife who is your closest defense or husband. He didn't know he was sent to snare you. How do you, I wonder how he escaped every day and every night from that lady. Probably as he entered there, God just incubated her. And removed that heart of Saul. The blood of Saul that ran in the vein. God got it off because of him. Rise to your feet, everybody. You done so much for me, I cannot tell it all. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station. Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria, or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries, or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you. <laughs>